Hey everyone. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. In today's episode, we have our friend Maria. Danny DeVito. Or Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, Danny DeVito's here. Hi. Hello. Um, before we get started, Catherine, how was your week? It was good. What did I do? I went to Riflandia over the oh, weekend. Yeah. Third Sunday. Um, what did I do there? I got there at like two and just like hung out for a little bit. And then I was there to see mainly Love, BB No Money, and Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they were mm-hmm. all fantastic. Mm-hmm. Would recommend. I only know Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. I don't actually really listen to her. So, but she was the headliner. So I, was, I guess I should since yeah. I'm here. She was great. Okay, that's fantastic good. stage presence. Yeah. Very good aesthetic. Um, was, like, on point. Wait, the first one you said Love. 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 Weren't they in Vancouver? Were they? So I saw like someone like post that they were in Vancouver. I'm like, wow, they went to Vancouver with this street to Victoria. I'm like, sense. wow, that makes sense. Is the like, board still making music? I think so because all the song, a lot of the songs she sang, I didn't know. Okay, so uh, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I was uh, also very tired after that. I have not gone to like a concert like that in a long time. Um, a friend told me that they were there. I think volunteering or something and they said they, they smell so much smoke and stuff mm, that like it's they're like dusty because it's in the baseball field <laughs> and uh, a lot of just like the other stuff oh mm-hmm. lots of whiffs Mary of that Joanna? yeah the devil's lettuce i've never heard that yeah really? what okay. lettuce. i was playing uh. a game once where my mom had to like draw a pictionary thing and the prompt was the devil's lettuce and she thought it was hilarious because she just drew lettuce with devil horns oh. and we were like oh the devil's lettuce and she's like yeah i've never heard that before what a cute thing that oh. the devil has lettuce and i was like mom that's not that that's so sweet <laughs> that's so funny that's so sweet. she's so innocent <laughs> But yeah, that was my weekend. How about you, Marie? Uh, my week was good. I hung out with you guys on Friday. <laughs> We're still hanging out, I guess. Uh, and we got Smile Chicken. Smile Chicken. If you sponsor want to sponsor them. Them. <laughs> She knows. <laughs> Maria knows. I'm a dedicated listener to the podcast. She is. Uh, it was great. We had Korean corn dogs. Mm-hmm. First, I had my first time. My mm-hmm. first time as well. It was amazing um and other chicken oh and we were at a park where there was like a weird shrine <laughs> to birds that was just a pile oh, yeah. of chips yes if you're listening to this podcast and you're the person that made this <laughs> why do you hate the birds it was like okay we were at beacon hill park mm-hmm. and they had this weird like what like, it was like a mound yeah like yeah. a mound of like brown it's funny because like <laughs> me Catherine christina literally just like looked at it and like uh-huh funny and then maria just went to investigate she like he went in i needed to know more it was a mound of more. chips there were cookies in the center yeah was, was it like actually like laid out like a shrine like yeah like somebody put intentional thought into how they built this like it looked pretty symmetrical like everything was like there's chocolate in it too. I don't think that's good. Yeah, for no. I think everything that took from there is going to be very unwell. There were later. squirrels running around with cookies in their <laughs> yeah. mouths. Oh my guys. god. Uh, so yeah, that was good. I worked a lot as well, which is mm. not much of a surprise. Um, and I made homemade hot pot on Sunday. Uh, but my friend and I looked through all the different broths, and we picked the one that said traditional because we were like, this seems like it's going to be just like a normal broth, and then we died because <laughs> it was really <laughs> spicy. <laughs> I've been there too. Yeah. 
It was delicious. The worst part was was we cut the broth thing in half because we were like, this looks really spicy. And we put half of it in. And then we tried it. And we're like, we can do the whole thing. And then oh. put the whole thing in. And then they died. It's crazy how much it can jump up if you just put half more. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Rookie mistake. I know. Rookie then I hung mistake. out with Bean, my cat. Bean. We love Bean. Bean, if you're listening. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Wait, what is this? What's happening? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he's probably sitting at home really angry that I'm not home right now. Angry bean. Yeah. Angry bean. Angry bean. Yeah. Josh, yeah. how was your week? Um, I've really been trying to think about what I did this week. I don't feel like I did much Get other than hanging out with you guys. Hanging out with you guys. I did some teacher on call work. Uh, <laughs> I think that's about it. I don't think I did much that's this week. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Nice. Well, because we had like a we had a possible COVID scare in that household, but it was actually nothing apparently. So, and that's why I didn't do anything last week. Josh, do you have COVID right now? Surprise! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! It's COVID. Sister Rona. Um, okay, so Maria, she mentioned this just a couple minutes ago, but she is a very devote, devoted, devoted listener to our podcast, and you told me, you told us very recently. Right, that like uh, during our Vancouver trip, I think was yeah. it. And then I was just like, "Why didn't you tell me?" <laughs> I don't know. It's honestly like my favorite thing to listen to when Yay. I do chores. She okay. Elliot has competition because wasn't it Elliot before? Yeah, I think Maria might. I think be Maria might have surpassed. Elliot, I don't know you, but if you watch the YouTube videos, <laughs> I don't watch the YouTube videos actually. So okay, she, Elliot has a one up on me if he watches. He watched the vids. Does, Does he, he listen watch? to the pod as well? Did you do both, or is it just the vids? I think he just watches the vids with the oh, AirPods. It's, like, very okay. hardcore. Yeah. Very hard. But, I mean, I mean, either way, he's just doing work, same with you doing chores. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, it's very good to listen to while doing chores. Yeah. Yeah. Can recommend. Can Are you going to use this as a soundbite yeah, for advertising? Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor this. A customer review. <laughs> Maria. That's actually the only reason I'm here. Oh. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we were like, I was thinking about like what we wanted to talk about today and something that Maria mentioned to me was that she really related to <laughs> our trauma, <laughs> our like cultural who, who stuff, <laughs> who doesn't, um, our like cultural like sharing and traumas that both Catherine and I went through. So I'm really curious. I think we just start with how like your, maybe a little bit of your childhood, like things like that, <laughs> religion or whatever. And then we'll just like dive into the world of your trauma <laughs> all right thank you for coming today my name is Maria. <laughs> no uh yeah so i grew up in a family that is half greek and half well okay no half greek a quarter ukrainian and a quarter british i'm really sorry british people but like the Brit- the quarter british really doesn't factor in at all oh. here. we didn't really didn't uh, make the cut no didn't make the no. cut other than my british grandpa really liking trains like we don't really have That's a sweet. cultural thing that oh. comes from the british side of the family yeah. uh i don't think my grandpa will listen to this but sorry grandpa <laughs> <Can you> imagine? <laughs> he's also a number one fan yeah. <laughs> just surprisingly rice wash biggest fan john <laughs> Uh, yeah, and my it's my dad's side of the family that's part Ukrainian. We did not do a lot with my dad's side of the family. We definitely were a, like, mom's culture, like, dominates. Yeah. Um, but we grew up, like, I would say we grew up Greek Orthodox, even though we were more of a, like, 
Christmas and Easter kind of church going family. We didn't go to church a ton, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of the like Greek Orthodox culture kind of seeped through. Seeped through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made its way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as an adult now, do you f- still feel that? Yes. <laughs> But that's it for the day's <laughs> We're done. <laughs> You're done. We're done. Um, how? Because like I'm really curious on what I, I don't know. You listen to a lot of the episodes, but yeah, were there specific things that you could relate to our like yes. Asian culture? I don't know. I feel like, and I don't want to like lump all cultures into one because there's obviously many differences. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and now we're over. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like there's a lot, like a lot of common themes. I don't know if it's necessarily like the different cultures or if it's like the experience of immigrants to Canada or like what it is, but there's some weird like themes that kind of just like carry through. Um, I think some of the things that I really related to was around like the judgment stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I know Josh, especially you talked a lot about people commenting on your body like, that was a big thing in my mom's side of the family. Like, a lot of, like... But it's, like, this weird double standard where truly people would be, like, you don't eat enough and what's wrong with you? And then five seconds later, they'd be, like, do you want some tips on how to lose weight in your butt? And you're, like... Just, just in the butt. butt. <laughs> <laughs> you heard just it here first, booty. kids. Okay, wait, wait. This is a side note. If I remember, this is, like, years ago... Where like small butt was in, like having a small butt oh, was, yeah. was nice, but yeah. now it's all about the, the fat big, ass. The big, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Thick, sorry. Thick, thick cheeks. Thick <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> thick cheeks are in. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with that, so. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really know. Like, I feel like that was totally a thing in the 90s. The like, yeah. the skiing like, thing? Yeah. Like a st- yeah. It's coming back. They're saying, because Kim Kardashian apparently took out all her implants. Oh, so people oh. are like, oh, it's happening. Oh, the no. skinny revolution is coming back. <laughs> because of Kim. Because of Kim. Yeah. Well, it's wow. probably because the low-rise pants are coming back. Oh, no. Guys. Some of the things that I thought was over in high school, like many of my relationships, <laughs> are coming back. <laughs> oh. Well. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'd love to call back to thick cheeks in a second, but really quickly on the topic of things coming back from the 90s, do you guys remember, maybe less so you, Josh, but the ballet flat shoes? Oh my gosh, yes. I remember mine always stank. (laughs) (laughs) They were always so stinky. (laughs) A friend of mine just sent me an article about how ballet flats are coming back, and that was truly my initial reaction. Was just stank? (laughs) Wait, what's the difference between flats and the ballet flats? Uh, is it ballet flats the ones where you like can curl like they can fold i think they're kind of the same but like ballet ones and Catherine, jump in if i'm incorrect but we're just like a specific like shape i think so they're like very like round right mm-hmm. as yeah, opposed to like some flats bow. that are kind of like you know like square toe or like like triangle yeah toe. and the bow but just all of them bad yeah like and you were truly if you wore socks with your flats when we went to high school social pariah right (laughs) you're done yeah (laughs) like no bye (laughs) wow i didn't know wow i just i mean flats are all the same to me yeah so yeah pour one out for the future generations that are gonna have to have wet smelly feet well maybe they've had enough time to like develop 
better flat technology, flat technology. like anti-odor <laughs> flats <laughs> flat technology <laughs> let's hope dr shoal has been <laughs> working on that one hey guys rice washed is now on patreon patreon is a monthly subscription service that allows you to support the podcast as well as get access to exclusive patron only content Currently, we have two tiers, Rice Buds, a $5 monthly subscription solely to help support us, and a second tier called Rice Fam. For $15 a month, you get to support the pod and receive access to bonus videos. Who wouldn't want to see more of us? Check out the link in the podcast description. We'd also like to thank our patrons, Aaron and Young. Thank you guys so much for all your support. But like for shame, the fact that I wanted, and I, it used to drive me crazy because it was never that way for my friends that were like from non-immigrant families. Like they were just like, yeah, we're having a sleepover. And I'm like, I can't come because my grandma's having a dinner. Wait, my question is, um, sleepovers, were you allowed to go to sleepovers? I was not allowed to. It was forbidden. And I asked, I remember as a kid, like, why? Like, because I said so. I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> good enough Sorry. reason i guess yeah. <laughs> okay, i was sure. actually allowed to go to sleepovers okay. which i was surprised by though yeah. like it's something i thought wouldn't be a thing but i probably that i don't remember how i ended up getting to go to sleepovers i probably put up a fuss <laughs> enough of a fuss that they're I just try, like, oh, I give try, up. But <laughs> let her go meet, if you ever meet mama poon back in the day no she would kill you man yeah Ooh, the other thing was about outfits I used to get a lot of like policing of what I wore. Is it about ripped jeans? Ripped. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I got a question. This is just a little popped out of my brain too. Like I, I remember when I first bought my first pair of ripped jeans, and it was because it was just on sale at Blue Notes. Blue Notes. (laughs) You guys remember Blue Notes? Yeah. Yeah. It just still exists. Sponsor (laughs) us. Blue Notes. But like. I remember my parents, because like, okay, one, my, my dad made a funny joke. Why are you wasting money on like cutting? You cut it yourself. Yeah. But the Classic. second thing was just like, they're just like, you're showing too much skin. Mm-hmm. You're yes. showing patches of your legs. How yeah. dare you? Like, do you guys ever have like your parents just be like. Not, not about showing enough skin. It's just the fact that they were ripped. I got yeah, it with same. tank tops. Oh. True, like do not tank tops for too much skin. But do you guys remember in like the year two thousand seven when everyone just wore seven hundred tank tops, like a whole one over the other? That was like a no go. But what I did, which I'm like, if any parents are listening to this podcast, your kid is still gonna wear the thing you tell them not to wear. I truly would just wear a different shirt until I got to school, and then I just go in the bathroom and change into my tank top. But I never understood because I even once, I think I actually raised exactly that. I was like, why do my friends get to wear, like Cass wears a tank top. Hi, Cass. Hi, Cass. (laughs) Uh, And my mom would just be like, oh, well, because I said so, basically. What were the no-nos of clothes? I need to think of mine. Mm, Shorts. Short shorts. Until I fought for those as well. Like, like we're talking above the knee. Like above the knee shorts were a no-go for a while. Wow. Like just like here. Yeah. Like Interesting. the like one Bible. Like one Bible with the <laughs> one, one Bible length. Oh, <laughs> oh length. Wow. Uh tank tops. Um we didn't really have crop tops back then. Hey? No. 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 Crop tops are more when we were like kids, kids. I yeah. feel like. But now they're coming back. They're like a huge thing. Huge Everyone wears like crop tops. Yeah. yeah. I, I always had any guys. 
Although I don't think I wore super like controversial things. Like I wasn't yeah. going around in like super short shorts. Like I had those um you know those like plaid like Bermuda shorts. Oh. I had those. Sure do. <laughs> what are some of your biggest regrets? Those shorts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had a Lizzie McGuire sweatsuit yes. in the year 2007. Interesting. It's hot, hot shit. Did you bring that back? Yeah. Okay, you, you know what? I just, this is randomly popped. Sorry, this is, yeah, whatever. This is what happens to my brain. I remember, you remember in high school, I used to wear really bright, baggy clothes. Mm-hmm. I actually don't remember what you wore in high like, school. Like, I used so to wear sorry. the huge sweaters. Like, like zip-up yeah, sweaters. Yeah, like hoodies. Hoodies. I have my memory for stuff like that is trash. I bet you if Cass is listening to this podcast, though, Cass is another friend of ours from high school, to be clear. Uh, She would know. Like, she will remember, like, someone's mole on their nose, on the side of their nose from, like, the year 2005. Anyway, so no, but tell me anyway. I remember wearing it because I was so insecure about my body. Mm. So my parents were always like, why do you always wear such baggy clothes, wear tighter clothes? But then whenever I wear tighter clothes, they would be like, coming on your butt. You're so fat. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back to thick You're cheeks. Stuck. <laughs> yeah. Back I, I remember just like being cheeks. so torn. Like I'm yeah. like, I want to wear this overly baggy shirt because I feel fat. But then also my parents are like, why are you buy such big clothes? I'm like, because mm. of you. <laughs> Literally because of you. I don't remember you. you even being fat then. I know. You fat. <laughs> like if you look back on a photo of me, are you looking at the screen right <laughs> It's moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's moving over here too. Maria's looking at the recorded screen on my other computer. Okay, if someone was here looking at it, that's true. It's quite yeah, entertaining. That's true. I'm also looking at both of you. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Um, not You're being fat in high school. Yes, like, and um, I look back on photos in high school, and I'm like, I was the skinniest I was ever in my whole life, and I was still called fat. That's so bad. Like, University Josh, yeah, freshman 25 plus depression 10 or whatever. Yeah. Right? It was, like, real bad. But, like, high school, I was so thin. I'm going to pull a picture up right now. You I'm guys ready to keep see it. talking about I was just going to say, I'm reading, I'm going to plug someone else's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm reading right now a book by Aubrey Gordon called What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat. Mm-hmm. And it's all about how we use fat as a bad word and, like, a way to insult people. But it's literally just some people's bodies look different. And end fat shaming uh, 2022. Cancel fat shaming. And okay, you know what's interesting? You say that because I've been told like, by my parents that I'm big boned. Like, mm-hmm. I have big bones. And so then, of course, because of that, I always look bigger than, like, for example, Silas was like, yeah. always so skinny. Silas is Joshua's brother. <laughs> they know, if you're Maria. new, <laughs> if you're new here, she's really advertising this like, podcast. For well, us. you never know. Maybe I'll send this to someone and they'll want to know who That's Silas true. is. <laughs> but like, I remember just like, for me, I would like look at like Silas and be like, "Wow, why is he so skinny?" But literally, we were like, "That I was so skinny, man." Then I just just looked bigger because of my big bones. That's so stupid. Anyways, fat shaming, I hate it. It's not. Yep. Big bummer. It's not. Big bummer. Uh, yeah, that's yeah that, so that was a big thing, for sure, was, like, the weight stuff. I don't know about you guys. Actually, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but was, like, body modifications a big thing for your families? Like, tattoos and piercings? Tattoos, yes. Piercings weren't super big in my family, so they never really came up, but tattoos, yeah. Yeah, I was so nervous, like, when I first got a tattoo, even though I'm fully an adult that lives by myself, I was like, oh my god, will I ever be able to wear short sleeves in front of my grandma again? 
Oh, you guys are so cute. Look how baby you guys are. How skinny I am. Also, Serena, shout out to the fact that you look the same. She does. We love those jeans. Yeah. Um, uh, I, um, even as a full-functioning 27-year-old adult, got my piercings three weeks ago, and I had to forewarn my parents. Forewarn? Did you do it in an email? No, I... On the day of my dad's retirement, it was around 11 p.m. at night. I went up to my parents. I said, "That congratulations. By the way, I'm getting my ears pierced on Tuesday. I'm not asking. I'm just letting you know. Yes. <laughs> and then they're just like, literally their face was just that. And it was quiet. And I'm like, good night. In person is bold. I'm personally a big supporter of the family email blast. Oh. I send my parents both. Uh, my parents are divorced, so I sent them separate emails, but it was the same email, and it was just like a hi mom and then a hi dad for the other one. And it literally was like, hi parents, bullet point number one, I'm gay. Bullet point number two, I have a girlfriend, we're not together anymore. As of now, that's that was not in the email. And bullet point number three, I'm getting a tattoo. Please, and then I'm pretty sure I finished it with please don't respond to this email. <laughs> imagine as a parent getting that email from your child i would literally if i got that as a parent i would go into the room and i'd be like tell me to my face i'll be like weak whoa josh's poor future child you know what josh i was weak in that moment you're not wrong josh you're not wrong Uh, i just do the thing where i just do it and then I show up and I'm like, here it is. And my mom's just yeah. like, what did you do? Ask for forgiveness, not for permission. That's true. Big I don't think I even asked that. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag 2022. No fat shaming. Ask for permission. Don't wait. Ask for forgiveness. Okay. Hashtag, what are we doing? Hashtag 2022. No fat Cancel shaming. Cancel fat shaming. And ask for forgiveness, not permission. Noise. <laughs> Snaps for that. Well done. Good job, guys. Uh, <laughs> we have cured it, everybody. Um, I'm trying to think. What was I going to say? We were talking about culture stuff. Oh, the other thing for me, too, was um, gender roles. Gender roles are very strict in Greek culture. Wait, okay, I'm curious. Please let me. What, what are the. Sorry, male, female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Greek culture does not acknowledge... Well, maybe it's getting better. My, like, very elderly Greek grandparents that grew up in, like, the early 1900s are not familiar with the fact that there are not just two genders. Mm-hmm. So, caveat that we will be talking, though, about their gender roles for men and women. Um, men, you do nothing. Like, Greek men just get to sit on their ass and just the world gets handed to them. Sorry, Greek men listening to this podcast. That might not be the case for you, but that's the traditional way. Uh, they usually bring in the money in some way. But also not do anything? Yeah, Nothing, nothing like, around the house. Oh, okay. Wait. They can go to work. Okay. They can do a nine-to-five job, but when you get home, like, your wife's going to make all your food. You're, like, you don't have to clean the house. Yeah, just, like no responsibility for anything mm-hmm. um and then as a woman though like you're gonna have to be really good at cooking you got to be really good at cleaning you got to be very like ladylike whatever that means which i never was <laughs> which is not great uh 
what else do you have to do you have to have kids oh whoa you have to have kids like my grandma still to this day i love my grandma and i know she doesn't know any better but like the fact that i do not want children at least at this point in my life she truly takes every opportunity to remind me that I will be alone and sad in my future oh my without grandma. kids. Grandma. <laughs> Thanks, grandma. grandma. Uh, but yeah, I remember like my grandma taking me to like the bay we used to do, which overall these trips were fun. Like we'd go get food at the food court and then we'd like go shopping at the bay or whatever. And she would like pick up like a cast iron pot or something and be like, one day, one day I'm going to buy you this so that you, so that you can, can use it to cook for your husband. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, six, six uh, seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Like, and oh, I still see that with my grandparents where like, like I do a lot in my job and like have done a lot of like career based stuff and like education. And like when I tell my grandma about like my job or something, she'll just be like, oh, are there any nice boys there? And you're just like. Yes, so you yes, grandma. At all about like my accomplishments. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting because that's like how they grew up, and that's all they know, right? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. so hard to change that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Hard. What pisses me off is like I Spill. think <laughs> still to this day. It's like for me, it's like I get that they grew up that way, mm-hmm. and like that's kind of all they they knew, but like. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's happening now. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it's like what makes me really mad, especially in the faith community, is that it's not like they are aware of it. They're just ignoring it or mm-hmm. pretending like it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for some reason, just being like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to still think that whatever I think is right. Yeah. Stubbornness. Yeah. Like, it just, for me, it's like it's literally happening in your face. Like, it's happening. Like, for example, <coughs> when I, like, came out like i've had like you know spoke to some people from like church and stuff and they're just like we love you but we don't agree and like which i get like i'm not gonna argue against them whatever but uh, for me it's more of like (laughs) sorry i will (laughs) (laughs) um but for me it's more of like in the last what maybe decade this has been more of an open topic like mm. maybe in the last mm-hmm. decade i think so in those 10 years oh, sorry <laughs> my, my large noise <laughs> i thought you just like punched the wall um in the last 10 years as this discussion is happening did you take the time to think about it or look into it or read about it because that's well i mean being woke right or just at least being aware of what's happening in the surrounding rather than oh when i was your age this never happened so i'm just not gonna think about it mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. and that pisses me off because i'm like you're just being inconsiderate yeah mm-hmm. yeah i regularly think about this but about us like our generation i'm like what is it gonna be that like our generation's grandchildren will be like grandma is not oh my gosh (laughs) i always reflect forward though and i'm like i hope i'm the kind of person that will remain open-minded even into my like i think we will early years yeah i think think we were taught to be open-minded yeah Mm, that's a very good point so the other like for example my parents just like this is right yeah no we're right you're wrong listen to us Mm -hmm. yeah Ooh, that's another one respecting your elders mm-hmm. you cannot hot if you even dare try and talk back to them like Whoa. hot take hot just because you're old you're not always right we love hot takes <laughs> um, 
amount of times where you're just like, nice. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Sorry. No, this is like once I did public speaking for work, and at the end, our communications person like gave me feedback on what I was saying, and she was like, the number of times you said the word fabulous. <laughs> I was like, Oh, fabulous. I love that word. Fabulous. Word. <laughs> and I think that's also something that they're just taught, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think for when we went through school, more more so the next generation, though, like, even the education curriculum is talking about critical thinking mm-hmm. and, like, uh, critical, creative thinking, whatever, at least making you think about what you're saying, doing, whatever, versus, and also how other people think, mm-hmm. right? So I think that model has changed. Mm-hmm. So, like, for us, we're like, oh, yeah, we should be open-minded. We should at least think about what we're reading and yeah. believing, um, but not just be believing something that someone told you. It'd be interesting to have our parents do some sort of critical thinking exercise and see how they do. What if they can't? But they cannot. <laughs> You're just lodged in bigotry. Oh, no. Help, I've fallen. Help, I can't get <laughs> No, I believe everyone can unlodge them. I agree. Lodge. There's the word. Yeah. Like, I've, I've seen change in my parents. Like, I'm mm. not going to lie that, like, nothing has changed. I've seen them change mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. And they, like, literally, for example, mental health, not yeah. a thing for them. Like, I don't know about your parents and, the, and your grandma. <laughs> the mental health is a thing for them now, but it wasn't before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was literally just like, you're fine. Yeah. And I remember being like, I'm not, but like, I, okay, I guess I yeah, am. Yeah. I guess, like for me, I think when I was going through the worst in the university, when I said that I'm like depressed or not doing well, for them to be like, you're fine, and me going like, oh, it's normal to feel sad every day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. This actually reminds me, as we were talking about this, I also thought about the like i'm is okay i don't know the seven deadly sins well but is pride a seven deadly sin Mm -hmm. it is isn't it Mm -hmm. pride was always a weird thing where like but taken to such a degree like i can get where the root of like pride being a sin is is if you're just gonna like talk up yourself all the time to the point where like all you talk about is yourself Mm -hmm. sure but like you cannot take pride in greek culture like pride is like it's it's like horrifying if you talk well of yourself or something you've done like you need to feel ashamed so for example it's so bad that like if somebody compliments you actually we're going to talk about the evil eye in a second but if somebody compliments you you have to like to show that you're like a good person you have to cut down the compliment so for example if we're at my grandma's house and we're like wow yeah 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 it's, it's grandma in greek this is like delicious or whatever like she made she'll respond not with just like thank you she will respond by actually being like oh actually this like pie was undercooked and it's shitty like so she'll like backpedal and like i don't blame her i know that's how she was raised but it's just really weird once you start to notice it that like anytime you compliment her she goes back on the compliment and is like well here's something that's bad about it interesting so does she get offended when like other people accept compliments like wholeheartedly I don't that's a good question like I don't know if it was ever explicit but like I think that there was like this underlying sense of like if you were to just say thank you that there's like something wrong with you you're prideful or you're you know interesting um I connect that with the Christian faith because um it's basically one of the things it's like do not be proud and I think my mom specifically took that way out of proportion Mm -hmm. because 
whenever I was like happy I did well on something, she's like, "Don't be prideful." Yeah. And I'm like, "Mom, I worked my butt off to like do this well." Like, yeah. And then so I remember I was never uh, happy with my accomplishments. Yep. Mm-hmm. I find difficulty finding successes. Yep. I find it so much easier to be like, "Oh, could have done this better." Oh god. It's <laughs> <laughs> like totally relatable. <laughs> yeah. And like I remember, like for me, it's like I don't think that's necessarily what God wanted. Like it's mm-hmm. not basically just like, of course, I get the over prideful which mm-hmm. stubbornness is pride <laughs> by the way which is literally there's so much chinese pride in the culture and so for me it was like that you're telling me not to be prideful but you're also not budging mm-hmm. and telling me that you're better than i am mm. but you just you literally like i basically could not be happy with anything i did mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. like any kind of thing like i remember this one time i was like Wow, well, like I did so well on this um, exam. I studied so hard. It was like basically, of course, I was really bad at or whatever. And she was just like, couldn't have better. <laughs> and I remember being like, why can't like I remember asking why can't this just be okay mm-hmm. for once in my life, right? And that whole like always be humble. Mm-hmm. But that's not that's also like for example, if if let's say you say you know what, Josh, you did a great job. Yeah. And in my head, I go, yeah, I know. I'm but then I say, oh no, don't say that. That's still prideful. You're still thinking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind. Of, that's also, I don't know, not being humble. I would say, not genuinely being mm-hmm. humble. But like for me, it's like when someone says, like, Josh, you did a really great job at this concert. I should go, oh, thank you so much. Like I'm really happy um, with how hard the students were. Like because I am. Yeah. Because I'm genuinely like the students did so much work. Like, I'm so blessed to be able to yeah. work with these kids. That's genuine humbleness. Mm-hmm. I think, like, pride is, like, you should be proud of yourself unless you're using it as a way to, like, make yourself, like, put other people down, I guess. Like, if you're just, like, not willing to change anything about yourself because you're like, I'm the best and, like, yeah. Narcissists. Um, Back to the evil eye. I'm very curious about that. Hey, I feel like everybody has seen the evil eye, like, on chains Mm -hmm. and stuff. So the reason... The evil eye, or the mat, or it's like matya is eye, and I don't know, they people shorten it to the mat. It's like not really a religious thing, I don't think. It's like a more of like a pagan ritual thing. But people believe that if you look on something with envy or desire, that you can transmit a curse to it. So, for example, you can give someone the evil eye. So, for example, Josh, if I looked at your earrings and were like, wow, Josh, I love, like, your earrings look so good on you. If I were to, like, direct this, these compliments at you and you were like, oh, thank you, like, whatever, I could give you the mat, like, give you the evil eye by looking at you with desire. And so the reason people sell those charms is because it's supposed to ward off the evil eye. That's what that means. I see them everywhere. Yeah. Like, what is that? Is it good or bad? <laughs> the charms are good. Okay. You're keep, but you're basically warding off compliments. Oh. Like, you're not allowed to be proud of yourself so much so that if someone compliments you it's a curse what i know wow. i saw Plot twist. i was where was i somewhere and this lady at the check stand she was absolutely decked out in those like they were on her fingernails she had like bracelets all up her arm and i was like what is that what does that mean <laughs> was she really hot it's like people keep oh, complimenting me and i'm just pretty i guess yeah <laughs> so that's why. Like, wait i need to know <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah there's all kinds of like 
actually i'm really sad so i have this great grandmother who is no longer alive but she knew all the like weird voodoo shit about greek culture and so she knew these like there's supposedly like things you can do to like tell if someone has the evil eye and like things you can do to cure it and stuff and like just nobody bothered to learn it from her Wait, before she really died cool. yeah that's really cool i've never heard anything like, i've heard of the term evil eye yeah. before in like video games and whatever yeah. but i never knew that background coming to you first from rice wash <laughs> we'd like, like to thank our educator of the episode maria for joining us today for sharing her ted talk <laughs> About the evil eye. Are there any other things similar to that? Like a like a pagan ritual? That's a good question. I don't know if there's anything quite like that. Oh, Greek people sometimes read coffee grounds. That's another thing that my great grandmother did that no one bothered to learn. That's also really cool. Yeah. Like you know, have you ever had like Turkish coffee or Greek coffee? Yeah. And it's like really thick, and it leaves like a sludge in the bottom. Once you drink it to the end, you're supposed to like spin it around, and then you read like the blobs on the bottom. That's so cool. Yeah. How do you read blobs? I would know if somebody in my family asked my great grandma. <laughs> Looking at you, relatives. Maria's really just calling everybody out. I actually was thinking about like um, something that I learned recently when my grandma passed away. But because my, I guess because my family is Christian, like we don't do a lot of like the Chinese cultural, not as much. So like we we participate in like a lot of like you know Chinese New Year and those things. But apparently, if you when you um, let's say go to a funeral, you give these red pockets or you give these things that have like a candy and like a dollar or two or whatever. But apparently, if you don't, if you you have to spend the money and eat the candy before you go home or you bring misfortune to your house. Uh-oh. Oh my gosh, that sounds overwhelming. <laughs> so this, yeah, so then I'm like, I believe in Jesus, I don't care. But um, <laughs> my aunt was like, you need to do that. And I forgot I had the dollar still in there. Yeah. Palm sweaty. Yeah, palm sweaty. <laughs> I remember just like, I had the candy when I like right when I had it. So I'm like, okay, the candy's done. I'll just make sure I'll buy like a dollar drink at McDonald's or whatever. I remember that. I went home and forgot about it for a week and I saw the other, like the week after I'm like oh no I have brought misfortune oh. to my house misfortune uh, I'm just so curious where these all came from I don't you know, know I mean? but you're reminding me of another one there's these things and like I might get the name wrong but they're called like bubunieras and it's like when you go to I feel like it's not just weddings like weddings christenings like all kinds of things and they're these little mesh bags that are tied up with a little string and in it there's these candies that are like I don't know, it's like an almond covered in something. Okay. They're not, I don't like them. They're not very tasty. Mm-hmm. However, the legend has it that you take it home. I don't know if boys do this too, but at least for girls, once again, hashtag the gender binary. But for, for girls, you, you were always told to put one under your pillow that night and that you would dream of your husband. Like your future husband. Oh, Wait, have you ever done this? Yeah, I have. Did it work? <laughs> was, it <a> girl? <laughs> <laughs> was that your first gay awakening? Uh, I didn't dream of anyone, so... <laughs> Hashtag You're like, I'm be alone. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> forever alone. Woo! <laughs> no. We like to thank, what is it called? Hinge. <laughs> Hinge? Again. Hey, honestly, these guys made a great sell in the last thank podcast you. episode. Can everyone please tag Hinge in the comments below? <laughs> We'd love a sponsor. What were you going to say? Not Hinge? The, no, the thing that you just talked about, the almond, the candy. Oh, the bubonieras. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like to think the bubonieras, but 
allowing Maria and I to figure out that we're going to be forever alone. This is just when you attend a wedding and you get this as a favor? I think so. Maybe it's also for christening. You get them at christenings too, but I don't know if the like your future husband power comes full. Maybe you dream of At a christening? I don't really know. But yeah. I don't know. Did you guys ever find like there's a part of me that feels bad because I'm like... Just is adjusting. I know I've gotten real slouch back. She's melting. I had a long day. Um, I feel bad because like a lot of this stuff, I feel like is not intentional. Most of the stuff is not intentional. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like you don't necessarily know. Like even that comment my grandma made about like I want to buy you this so you can like cook dinner for your husband one day, like fully. She probably was just like, what a nice thing for me to say, because I'm going to buy Maria a gift. Yeah. But I was like, gender roles. And like you as a (laughs) six-year-old. So woke. (laughs) Gender gender roles and erasure of homosexuality. Womp. I think for me, it's like, it is, I think all of it, I can say, is generally out of good intention. Mm -hmm. Like, they want you to be aware of... Like, for example, looking skinny. It's, like, about health. It's not necessary. Like, of course, they they tell you that they want you to look thinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, generally, they just want you to make sure that you're eating well, that you're exercising, whatever. But they never focus on those important things. Mm-hmm. They just say the statements, it's right? just poor execution. Because they don't exactly. know how else to say it. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's how, I'm sure, like, for example, my grandma told my mom that you're fat. That's it. Like, literally yeah. nothing else. Nothing, nothing to be, like, hey, like, these are some ways to keep yourself healthy, which yeah. will help you look better and skinnier. Same thing with me. My my mom was basically just like, you're so chubby. Why? And they nice. feed me three plates of meat. And, like, and I was not in any sports or any exercising activity. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, I think it would have been a healthier way for me, for her, her to go, hey, and I want to help you, you know, like, provide you these things, maybe more fiber and veggies. <laughs> and also, like, hey, I want to sign you up for these soccer camps or, like, yeah. these other things, right? And nice. also, like, yeah. being okay if you eat well and exercise and your body just is different. I know. Like, and, you know, I think, like, out uh, of the four brothers like me and matthew we're both really big boned like compared to like daniel she and thick no, we think <laughs> but like but for for my parents like i think they just didn't acknowledge that they just saw it because i look bigger mm-hmm. that they're just like you're fat and i'm like literally like you know under whatever the age weight the bmi the bmi yeah don't get the bmi truly once again plugging aubrey gordon's book she goes into the history of the bmi literally never intended to be a measure of individual health it was truly like based on population averages in like some northern european countries so this trauma never should have happened (laughs) dang it yeah some like random white man in northern europe made some system to measure averages can we all just stare at the camera (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, old white man (laughs) at it again (laughs) Uh, a memory a core memory just unlocked um this is one time where i had built up the courage to approach i say my mom a lot because my mom just had said a lot of things to me as a kid and so she's the person that i talk to or i i confront a lot because of things that happened to me as a kid but i remember this one time i had told her that I didn't really appreciate the way she treated me and that it was really mean. Mm. And this is what she said. She said, I don't think it's mean. And then I think for me, that was like the difference was that she couldn't, 
she did. She couldn't. She couldn't acknowledge that what she said hurt me, mm-hmm. and uh, and or that maybe it was her fault that I treat. I was, you know, I turned out this way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? For me, I felt that the but because she said that, I felt that I was the weak one. Mm-hmm. That I wasn't strong enough to like get past mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Right? But I know for sure it bothers her still to this day. Mm-hmm. But then for my dad, I actually. One of the biggest um, things for me in therapy was that I realized that I was really angry at him. Mm. And usually, my, for my dad, my dad and I get along really well. He's very chill. Like he's the opposite of me. <laughs> I'm just very anxiety-ridden. Um, but I had mentioned to him, I said, hey, dad, you know what? Like, I actually had a lot of anger towards you because you didn't protect us mm. when we were kids. And he said, he said, I'm really sorry about that. I, I never, I never, we never intended to hurt you, but I can see why. That's like for me, critical thinking, right? That's like, oh shoot, we didn't mean you to get hurt for literally, like, at the age of 27, still feeling hurt. But I'm really sorry that back then we didn't do anything. But I'll try to do something now. That's so nice of your dad. I know. Thanks, Thanks Papa. Papa Poo. Poo. <laughs> You're the best. Are we allowed to say your last name on the pod? Oh, uh, they all know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, Papa is not his first name. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it's not. His first name's not Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember, remember the song like um, uh, Patapan or whatever the song of bands? We call my dad Patapan Pastor Peter Poon. I oh, I said his first name. I'm gonna beat that out. I don't know this either. Okay, just kidding. Can you sing it for us? <laughs> no, There's I don't a mic remember right there. Sing it. <laughs> it's a band song. Like in high school band. Played it in band. The only yeah. thing I remember from high school band was how many goddamn clarinet solos. Parts <laughs> of the Caribbean. That clarinet <laughs> solo. Shrek. We played Shrek. We played Shrek. Didn't we? Play Shrek? I don't know. I, I, I think band at this point. When did yeah, you join band? We, played, we, band we literally played the same songs three years in a row. Yeah. Wasn't it for Josh? Though. I remember Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, highlights from Shrek, too. I remember Clarinet Christmas? Yeah. Yes. Talk was about there traumatizing. Was there Looney Tunes? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. There was that one that was like something about Paris? Some France thing? I don't Maybe I'm wrong about this. I just remember Maria getting all the solos. Clarinet one was, all the time. I was not even good. <laughs> Compared to. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Sheridan, <laughs> Cass, and Dong Dong <laughs> deserve <laughs> our love Cam and respect. Loved you <laughs> and the clarinet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, I'm so sorry. I didn't remember that song. Was it you though, Josh? That was like when you started teaching music. You were like, "Do you know that we were playing at like a grade five level or something?" Okay. <laughs> I thought our band was good. <laughs> We were playing at like a middle school level. So you're saying us in grade 12 in band were playing grade 5 level music. I taught my grade 8 kids the things that we played in grade Oh. You know what? We were doing great work. We were doing great for what we had. Yeah. Which was nothing. Our school was poor. Do you guys remember that in chem class, there was the lab coat and the goggles? Yes. Like, we truly had, like, One a lab pair. coat and yeah. a pair of goggles yeah. that was, like, our teacher would always be like, oh, this is slightly cancer-causing. And then we'd just, like, Put it pass on. around <laughs> the same lab coat and goggles. What I think was, like, okay, what I think is really sad and funny was that all our money went to either the baseball academy and or broken windows. Oh, <laughs> broken windows. Interesting. Yeah. Huh, I don't remember that. No. I love yeah. that, though. Yeah. 
Remember when Band let us sleep over at the school? We already talked about this in another <laughs> Did episode. We? <laughs> or <laughs> you? Not me. I spoke about how it was not okay. <laughs> Probably not legal. Yeah, that was but not legal. Anyways. We also went to our teacher's house once. <laughs> it was a surprise, too. <laughs> no! Right? We didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. But we didn't know. Okay, wait. I remember the scene clearly. Okay, Maria was behind me in the bus, and we were driving towards our teacher's house. And Maria was like, "Wait, this street sounds familiar," because in his email he 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 was signed with his address. And so you pulled out an email from her teacher and was like, "We're going." You were like, "We're going to Mister Hanson's." Oh, I remember that. my God. Yeah. See, I don't remember any of this. That is not, that's called no boundaries, by the way. You should keep boundaries. <laughs> Let's just bring yeah. all my children to my house. <laughs> On a bus <laughs> by surprise. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, for me, it's oh, like, the optics. For, for our teacher, how much was he like, this is going to be such a fun trip. Like, for us, we're just like, why are we here? Okay, <laughs> not going to lie, I was pumped. We were, I, I had a good time. <laughs> Yeah. It was fun. Time. It was just like as a teacher now, I'm just like, I would never bring my students. <laughs> no, me neither. No. Work-life boundaries want strong. What did we do? What did we do house? Did we have a barbecue? Did we eat? Yeah. I think we had a barbecue. Oh. Yeah. We we were outside on the deck. That I do remember. I remember being in his backyard. Yeah. Yeah. I remember people <laughs> going weird. into his house to use his washroom. Yeah, me too. And looking around. Wait, I didn't did you do that. I don't think I don't, so. I did you? Some people oh. did. No, I don't I remember didn't. going to the bathroom. I didn't want to go into the house. I'm nuts, but not that. <laughs> I have some boundaries. <laughs> Josh is walking around the house. No, I didn't go inside. I stayed outside. I was scared. I didn't want to go inside. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, before I want to talk about going back to trauma. <laughs> Small <laughs> trauma. Small trauma. Because um, I remember we talked a little bit about like identity mm-hmm. about, like, gender roles quote unquote, yep. because I really struggle with that because as a gay person I remember being so like like uh, fixated on like a lot of aspects of mm-hmm. myself so like for example one it didn't help that I was not quote unquote, athletic I wasn't put any sports mm-hmm. I did all arts <laughs> Thanks, parents. Like, that really helped me, like, become this masculine person. Like, didn't do any sports, um, was tall and lanky and awkward, and was, like, had a higher voice than some of my friends. So I was super insecure about that. And then, like, apparently, I, I mean, I know I'm sassy. So, like, that also I put, uh, like, a, oh, no, I can't be that sassy. Because, like, oh, it would make me look more gay. Um, but I remember just having that, like, so many, so much crisis in identity because of, like, what society pictured or culture, Chinese culture mm. pictured as, like, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I think I felt similarly, like, because I've never been traditionally feminine, per se. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not, not feminine, but, like, I don't love cooking. I don't love sewing like all these things that were like the greek traditional like you have oh and mothering like there's real expectation to be really motherly and i've just never been that kind of person and i don't know necessarily if that's tied to other elements of my identity or if that's just like who i am as a person but yeah i do i definitely felt kind of out of sorts because it's like i don't really like i don't really fit and i feel that still actually that's something that i struggle with currently is like going to family weddings for example that are very like i don't know 
traditional, I'm like, oh, I feel like I stick out like a sore thumb. Mm. I don't know. Even though no, no one to that like typical yeah. woman stereotype. No one's made me feel that way explicitly, yeah. but there's just a vibe mm. where I'm like, cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I actually really struggle with. I mean, it is. I say toxic masculinity, but like. Um, it's this idea that men shouldn't cry. Mm. I remember dealing with that really difficult. Well, I mean, because I was being bullied and also just having an identity crisis, like just all out. So I cried a lot as a kid. I remember, you know, maybe that was maybe a way for my defense mechanism to be like, oh, I don't cry anything. Mm. Um, but I remember that was like, why do I feel so many emotions? Mm. Mm-hmm. And then me telling myself that I can't. And mm. that was like, it took me years to get out mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I think I felt I was fairly emotional as a child and I think I felt like sometimes I was left feeling like being that way was too much because it was um, selfish or like taking to like that same prideful thing where like if you needed help like you should feel shame because you're I don't know, taking up space. And I think there's a lot, I think, that individualist cultures can learn from collectivist cultures. But one thing that I think more collectivist cultures don't do well sometimes is that you absolutely train wreck yourself in the name of the collective good at times, which I'm like, okay, wait, wait, not that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Hey, everyone. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you want for our upcoming podcasts or any video ideas you want to see. Leave us a comment or message us on any of our social media accounts. We're on YouTube, Instagram, and now TikTok at Rice Wash Podcast. But then like just like this weird like tug and pull of like masculinity, but also just like, like and then as a Christian, trying not to listen to like society Mm -hmm. and then just having this like war internal war of like who jesus wants you to be who authentic person is but also in chinese culture you had to be this way but then in societal culture you had to be this way Mm -hmm. and then i just like i think it was just like a torture chamber of like just like why can't i literally just be myself and not have to overthink everything i said or did as a as a as a as a male, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, it's really, oh, it's really hard. So confusing, yeah. especially yeah. as a kid growing up, trying to figure out who you are, having all that. Right, and like for you. me as an adult, if a guy is emotionally aware of himself, like. Mm-hmm. That's attractive. Mm-hmm. Wait, right? though, the bar is on the floor for men. The bar literally is on the floor. Yeah, I have no bar, apparently. <laughs> men do better. <laughs> but, like, I mean, you know what? Like, to be fair, I think everybody. I think yeah, yeah. Not just, for example, I think there is a stereotype, but I think it generally is that guys are not as emotionally aware of mm-hmm. themselves. But um, sometimes women can also be very unstable. Mm-hmm. Right, and just not being able to control those emotions mm-hmm. and all those things. So there has to be a balance, and I think we have to recognize both. Right, like it's not just that guys are emotionally unavailable, but also you know maybe we all have to do both. Yeah, that's not fair to like 
signalize on one. We That's all true. need therapy. We all need therapy. You heard it here first. <laughs> therapy is um, very important. It is very, it is very important. important. Stay woke. One eight hundred therapy. What is this? Hashtag stay woke. Is that what this is? Hashtag. What? I'm not cool. Maria. Maria. I <laughs> I've never really understood. All this time. <laughs> no, this is like the other day a lovely Gen Z individual told me they loved my fit. <laughs> Didn't know what that meant. <laughs> You're like, thanks. Um, <laughs> as a teacher, as a young teacher, I learned all about the lingo and at I'm not like at a school like full time now. I feel like I'm just gonna become Old. Oh yeah, you're gonna be out of touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not dialed in anymore. I'm not dialed in to the to the memes and to Ugh. the hip lingo now. The memes. What are the memes now? I don't know. Like I know some memes from TikTok, but I'm like, well, well I, I don't even too. know that I'd call that a meme. I don't know if that counts. Um, but like, uh, yeah. I thought. I remember when I first started teaching, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be fine. I'm hit. I'm young. No, there's a lot. Yeah. I thought I was different. <laughs> no, that's not true. Not like the other teachers. <laughs> I'm a cool like teacher. <laughs> Yikes. We're at about an hour. Oh, wow. Wow. Time flies when we talk about trauma. <laughs> Do you guys have any last questions about... Oh, I'm going to plug Josh's other podcast. Oh, yes. The Open Closet, because oh. I'm going to be on that as well. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> he's on a roll. Yeah. She's advertising for both, and she's apparently the spirit. <laughs> I'm actually their agent. No, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, no, because I'm going to be in the Open Closet, and there were actually things that I thought about sharing today that I was like, I'm going to wait. So if you want to hear more about the things I was going to say today... Tune in. If you want to hear more about the email she sent to her parents, oh, yeah. the three bullet points. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, tune in in October. Also, my homophobic principal in middle school. Oh, it's oh gonna be juicy. That yeah. is gonna be a juicy I should, I should pod. Yeah, get ready. Um, the episode is gonna be talking a lot about instilled homophobia. Hell yeah. <laughs> She's gonna come? sit over there. Sit there. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> <wanna come? laughs> Uh, Maria, thanks for joining us. Uh, thank, thank you, you for having me. Uh, how do you feel? Honestly, really sweaty. <laughs> because it's gotten really hot in here. <laughs> we tend to do that to people. <laughs> Wait, what? But like good. I feel really good. I just feel like there's like I'm covered in Danny DeVito and there's like a, a octopus Oscar? at my foot and there's like Oscar. blankets. blankets. And I'm in this Oscar. thick sweater. But yeah, good. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. Number one fan to our guest. Yeah. To Wait. What? Producer. <laughs> oh. No, I actually don't have time for that. Please. Okay, okay, no, I have. Hey, listen, I have a really hard time saying no. <laughs> Do not ask me to be your producer. Is this a cultural thing too? <laughs> Probably. Because we don't want to disappoint people. Yeah. Disappoint our parents. Yep. Oh. High expectations, baby. High expectations, low energy. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is that true? Kind of. Someone once taught me the expression recently, uh, under promise, over deliver. <gasps> Start using that in your day to day life. Under promise, low. Yeah, what? set your bar I real like low. That. My bar is now going to be all the way up. You guys hear about. <laughs> we're just e logging this, this episode, but have you guys ever heard about the quiet quitting trends? Yes. The quiet quitting trend. Yes. Apparently, it's just like you just do the bare minimum of work and then you just leave. Like, you don't even put any extra effort into it. I actually really oh, like my it. job, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> 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 if things go south, <laughs> good to know. 
Anyways, I just that's where I learned about that the other day, and I thought it was interesting. Uh, so how do we end one of these things? <laughs> I don't know. We just, we just talking gradually just time. kind of fade out. Do we just, just stare like at the camera intensely? Have a good night. Don't don't <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Don't forget. Wait, no, they have a pre-recorded thing that's gonna tell you to subscribe, right? You want to tell them? Go ahead. Subscribe to all their social medias, the handles that I don't remember, and also listen to the open closet. <laughs> And also Bye. follow Josh Poon and Catherine Lava on their personal Instagram. Do you want to shout out your own? No. Okay. Never mind. Do not and do one. not follow me on social media unless you know me already. Me? Please. Say bye. Like, wait. Okay, bye. Wait, no, I'm famous now. <laughs>